Last time on Good Neighbors. Lucas draws a fragment of the TV-headed creature's world into our own, and the rest of the Good Neighbors join the fray to save Whistler's life. Things go a little awry as Dale accidentally shoots Danny and turns himself into a rabbit man when magic goes haywire. Lucas summons a digital phantom to fight off Petey, but can only sustain the fight for so long. Petey, mid-combat, sets all of the TVs in Atlanta to a channel that reveals deeply held secrets of the good neighbors. Before Petey is able to kill Lucas on the spot, the gang comes together to split the damage, and Whistler tackles the TV-headed monster over the side of the skyscraper. Though Whistler survives, they cannot help but absorb and assimilate the strange slime left behind. Meanwhile, Dale carries Lucas and Danny to safety. We open on the Roche Tower, its satellite antenna blinking yellow, then blinking red. We see the moon above, the satellite pointing to it with a loving, longing look. And the camera looks dead on into the dish of the satellite, now casting a reflection of the sky above. As the moon fills the panels of the satellite, a slow, creeping, orange pulse washes over the city of Atlanta. We see the power in apartment after apartment flicker until we pan into a hospital window where we see a nurse shouting into a hallway, I don't know what's going on. He was doing just fine a minute ago. And we return to the good neighbors. Complete tonal shift. Let's go. Bleeding out slowly but not surely in an apartment complex where Dale has uh, Danny and Lucas stable, but near death. Meanwhile, a new form for Whistler waits outside. What do you all do? I think we... I think we should get to the van. We need to regroup. All right. Most of these kinds of buildings got some sort of freight elevator. It tends to be a little less used than the express ones, but it is a bit slower. If we can find that, might be able to get out nice and clean. I... Lee, I got the plans for this building, didn't I? Uh, this is a different building. Oh, this is a different building. It's yeah. like an adjacent mm-hmm. building. Yeah. But uh, but Dale does because Dale scoped it out earlier. Mm. Dale, just lead the way. I can't see too good. All right, if y'all can walk. Let's go. Otherwise, we might have to. Find a, a mail cart or something. Uh, Dale's like makeshift splinted leg that's still broken. He's just gonna try to like stand up and test his weight on it. 
Mm-hmm. But he's going to try to power through. Dude, it. Mr. Dale, could you like call Jerry? Maybe he could give us a hand. Uh, as I, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'll pass you my, my phone as I start to try to lead the way towards the freight elevator. Lee, I would like to use one of my moves. Uh, I'd like to use dark past. Ooh. Okay. Uh, can you, can you hit me with it? Yeah. The the text. Uh, if you trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, okay. I get to ask you some questions. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll it. Oh. With those blunts you don't smoke. Yeah, that's uh, very good. I got a 12. Beautiful. Go ahead and hit me with questiones. Uh, I didn't realize I got two. I just wanted to ask you one, so I'm going to start with that. Seems good. Um... Who do I know who can help us right now? Uh, our entire party is super fucked. And mm. I'm wondering if I might know someone who could uh, get us on our feet kind of quick. Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, can you explain a little bit about the Tenders of the Fields kind of operating system that might explain why you would know someone in a city? Because they tend to gravitate towards rural places, right? Um, I think I think that's just the name. Uh, I think they operate in cities and stuff all over, but they're pretty laissez-faire. So I don't think they like they don't meet up for company parties. Uh, I don't think they're as connected as say the Bulwark was last campaign mm-hmm. or um, watch this campaign as. Yeah, the Grave Watch doesn't seem to inter like meet up a lot, but they're very connected through their reporting mm-hmm. system. I think the tenders of the field is kind of like, hey, you get inducted and then you kind of do your own thing. And if you see another member in like, you know, once a year, that's kind of cool and a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think Danny, as a member, would have contacts through different cities uh because hunting vampires requires you know forming Mm -hmm. local allies and connections are the local allies all food based in their cover story is that (laughs) part of it i don't i don't think so uh i think you know like denny would probably have someone that they go and get weapons from denny probably has someone to get holy water from you know are they all pirate based yes they are (laughs) everyone that denny knows is pirate themed is, all right, so they're all pirate themed. Cannon. So they are uh, pirate themed, but they're not the chicken tenders of the field. That, or they're related to uh, Danny's Beastie Boys cover band. Uh, I like that. Uh, oh, I think uh, let's say that there was uh, one of those people that are like frustratingly successful. They they were a doctor. They've been part of NASA. They've done a bunch of uh, uh, like crazy highly educated stuff her name is barbie and and her name is barbie (laughs) and uh at one point decided it's not it's too much and has kind of settled down so they have the skills but they're a little out of practice but they kind of understand that like life is strange and they've been to crazy places so a lot of things are a little easier to explain to them is she a super powerful wizard uh let's say no Okay. I don't want to just inject that into the universe so that we have sure. just a new crazy powerful wizard ally. 
can try. Uh, I guess I get, uh, and she's in Atlanta. She's yeah, yeah. Local to Atlanta. Okay, cool. Um, and then I get another question, which I probably sure. should have been thinking about. Uh, <laughs> you were talking. Questions are: When's that with this creature? What did I learn? What bluff grabbers do I know that could help here? Do I know anyone behind this? I'll ask that one. Um, because I know that there's more shit going on. Presumably, there are vampires afoot. So I'll ask: Do I know anyone who might be behind this? Um. Uh, yeah, I, I I think largely you can. Here's the thing: is that this answer isn't necessarily very fresh or new. Um, I think you can extrapolate on the fact that um, Petey owns that building that the murders happened in, um, and the media has not been very good about explaining everything. Um. So I think you know that at least in some way, uh, Petey is supporting the vampire in town for some reason. And he's like the CEO. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Petey, dickhead CEO, in league with vampires for reasons. Uh, and like, we know that now. We suspected it before, but like we know it for sure now. Got it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I think like, you know, maybe from from just general experiences that, like, vampires don't really play well together. Uh, such that, like, it's way more likely that the two of them are using each other, if that is more helpful, I think. They don't become flatmates. No. <laughs> they, they, they tend they to don't. either be extreme loners or form a very specific but very aggressive and, and cutthroat coven. And this is just not happening right now. Okay, so I'm going to call Jerry. Hey! How'd it go up there? Things are not copacetic, my man. Fuck. Oh, oh that stinks. I just sold like seven garlic knots. Here you go. Oh. And you hear like a kid on the street. Well, that that's rad, dude. Fuck yeah. Um, hey, we got to get in touch with Barbie. Uh, can you get us there? We'll meet you downstairs or some something. Uh, yeah, that seems fair. Uh, let me just uh, give give Barbie a ring real quick, and I'll get you guys right over. Yeah. Uh, tell, where are you? Tell, uh, hey, Mister Dale. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> where the fuck are we right now? We're about to get to the Southside Freight Elevator. Uh, Southside Freight Elevator. Which building are we in currently? My oh, this would be 21499 Broadway. We're 24419 Broadway. Quick, everybody who's listening, look up that address <laughs> and see if that's Soren's address. <laughs> like, Atlanta has no Broadway. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no matter... Uh, and uh, we hear Jerry speed off and start playing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first video game theme song. Mm, hell yeah, banger. Uh, and yeah. Uh, and before Jerry crashes into the backside of the van, uh, we're going to look into the van real quick. Where uh, uh, 
how is uh, Whistler composing themselves currently? Uh, poorly. I think that they are trying to calm down. I think that, like, uh, just, like, for the audience, uh, you know, we see, like, this reflection in the, um, the van window of Whistler kind of covered in those, like, patches of, like, pulsing fungi and, like, you know, these weird veiny attachments, um, and they're trying really hard to get a grip. Uh, and then I think we see the windshield wipers <laughs> go back and forth, uh, like erasing the image. Uh, just Whistler trying not to think about it and uh, trying to slip back into their old sort of like Dash character. Because mm -hmm. they're very afraid and they feel very ashamed. Absolutely. Um, if you're familiar, I'm sure everyone is, the, the concept of a phantom limb, uh, it, it sort of feels like you're expecting your body to suddenly congeal and, like, be solid once again, uh, in a way that maybe you had kind of gotten used to it not just being there before, but you feel like you're itchy in places you haven't been itchy before, but when you scratch it, you go through your own body, <laughs> as is normal. Uh, you feel like you want to eat like you have that instinct again to like it's time to eat and you know it wouldn't go anywhere yeah i think that they're like you know jumped into the van trying to trawl through like old security footage and like data and files and they're trying their best to make themselves feel like this electronic phantom again uh yeah. as hard as it as it is yeah. we kind of hear like a bunch of like random youtube videos playing and, and just like audio tracks and just kind of scrolling through until yeah. there's a quick <laughs> as uh you are once again struck by uh, uh <laughs> a, a <laughs> boat shaped rv uh as jerry has not quite figured out the the steering mechanics yet uh as uh he gets out and goes, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, we don't have money. We do have pizza. Oh, okay, it's you uh, looking at the van that he now recognizes. That does not make it better or okay. That's, God. Oh, so sorry. Ah, there's like an emergency upstairs. Got to get upstairs and just runs upstairs. Great. Great. They're in a fire lane for sure. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and you three are met by Jerry Jarbo pretty swiftly, who uh, reasonably screeches in terror uh, because two of you are extremely bloody and then one of you is a rabbit person, uh, if we recall. Hell yeah. And uh, takes a step back, takes like a, a karate stance and says, is this a costume? Uh, I think he's always been a rabbit man. He was just in disguise as a human before. Now, he's nah. got like a super, he was bit by a super rabbit, maybe. No. My working theory. I'm just, I think I, it had more to do with some kind of ooze. I'm just a feller, but I got a bit of a rabbit in me. You know what I mean? 
All right. Uh, let's get on out of here. Uh, and I think um, Jerry kind of helps. Jerry's not like super strong, but they're mm. a stable body. Um, and I think uh, we'll grab like, um, I think, you know, it's an apartment complex. So I think they have like supply closets and stuff. And I think, you know, Jerry grabs like a broom for someone to use as like a, a cane and all of that to help everyone kind of get down safely uh, and, and get everyone into the RV where there are actual beds that you can lay on. If I could, uh, as we make our way to... I, I got a contact in the city who can help patch us up. Um, if you guys want to go there with us. Uh, I, yes, there's another matter we should discuss, but I'd prefer if we did it when we're with Dash. Is Dash alright? Uh, no, no, no. Just want to put all the cards on the table. I did hit the van again. I, I, I'm getting you a two for one deal. I yeah. swear to I swear to Christ. Y'all ain't got no fucking brakes. What's? It's I just got a, it's got a lot of momentum, man. It's like riding a wave. When we added the cannons, it was just difficult to, you know, figure out the the ballast, uh, ship terms. Look, get your get your non corporeal pal in here, and let's go meet. My friend, we'll get patched up. I also have some questions. All right. I ain't leaving the, the van just sitting here. If you want to go, we can follow. Yeah, I we can. can. I, I can. Oh. Jerry uh, about, can drive it behind us. Yeah, have Jerry drive it behind us. Dale has, uh, I believe, some medical equipment in the van to at least tide us over till we get to your doctor. That's very brave of you to trust me with your van. Thank you. I, I did no, not. No. Why would I no, ask? Jerry, no. Jerry drives the RV. I mean. Oh. We drive. Uh, we drive the van. Her name and is the Queen Anchovies Revenge. I have. I know that. Like there are bigger issues at hand, but please. Queen Anchovies. Don't disrespect her. <laughs> <sighs> I think Lucas just starts weeping at that point. <laughs> Oh, there's just a lot of blood coming out of the one hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, kind of finagle however you need to drive there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you end up at, I, I think it's just their house. Uh, if you've been to Atlanta, it's it's like, as you move inwards, you know, more city-like, but hits, it's pretty flat. Like, there's a lot of suburbia kind of around it. And I think this is just someone's straight-up house. Yeah. Uh, that Barbie owns with their doctor and astronaut money. Uh, and uh, when they, they answer, um, they kind of get the situation, I think, because I think Jerry's explained it and kind of starts rushing everyone in. Um, Dale, do you do anything to disguise the rabbit shit? Uh, not from necessarily Barbie, but from onlookers. I mean, I figure Dale's definitely in the part of the van that, like, doesn't have windows. And he always sure. is more or less entirely covered. Um, so I figure he probably just stuffs his hands in his pockets and does the whole, like, uh, brimmed hat pulled low over his eyes kind of thing. Um, he's got, like, a weatherproof jacket with a hood as well. So it's, like, I think he okay. just as much as possible tries to blend in and be as quick as possible to get from cover. Yeah. Go ahead and give me an action to pressure to maintain a low profile. It's still a 
city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not to TMNT it too hard, but we could find him a long trench coat to go with that. I, I was thinking the same thing. Face. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> you can pull the Raphael look. Mm-hmm. Do any of you have preparedness? No. no, you can't. <laughs> I rolled a 13. Okay, then maybe you do. Uh, <laughs> as uh, Yeah, yeah, you can kind of just keep a low profile. People might notice something strange, but they might think it's like a mask or something or, or a weird oh, costume. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited about my new fursuit. <laughs> God, I got to go to the doctor for this weird lot of hair fursuit. condition. Well, just avoid Senator Kelly. Everything will be fine. <laughs> uh you are brought into the house and uh uh Barbie is is uh largely what you'd expect at this point. They've they've lost a lot of interest in maintaining a level of professionalism. So they're just like in sweats, they're really comfortable. Their house is pretty messy. Uh, and uh it's just kind of you know, their instruments on the walls and and uh you know, out vinyl albums that are glued to it. They have a soda machine uh for for guests to buy sodas from because it's really funny. Uh and uh, I think, yeah, lay you in on a couch and they, they bring out like some medical supplies they have left over from being a doctor uh, and start uh, going to work. Should should I ask what happened? Do you, do you remember that time at Girl Scout camp where we got in way over our head? in a dodgeball game with the older girls. How could I forget? It was like that, except all the lights were turned off except for a strobe light. And instead of the soft dodgeballs, they were using the hard rubber ones. Say no more. I understand 100% what you're talking about. It was so fucking unchill. (laughs) I can imagine. Um... And they uh, start, you know, they, they put bandages on you. Everyone who has a harm may heal for one. Uh, this process takes, I think, several hours. However, you notice very clearly that, like, it feels like it's not clotting. Like, the blood that's leaking out of you, it's just soaking into the rags, and she has to replace them constantly. Mm. Mm. What do you do? Can I jump into any of her, like, medical equipment and try to investigate? Sure. Mm. She has a limited capacity of, like, high-tech stuff. But I think she has some home things that are still helpful. Yeah. Uh Monitors and shit. Yeah. I mean, she has that rocket money. Exactly. Yeah, she's been to space. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that's a 13. Okay, go ahead. Um, what happened here? Or uh, how about just what is being concealed here in terms of our weird blood or their weird blood? It must um... be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, concealed here is is pretty operative, and I don't think anything's being concealed. It's just happening. Okay. Um, uh, I think what you can... Here? Yeah, I, I think I can give you okay. roughly the same information as, as what happened here, which is uh, that uh, it seems like 
um, your body's natural response to like send platelets to certain places or to um, create swelling to stop blood from getting out of certain places just isn't happening, which means that uh, in everyone's functioning brain, the part of your you know autonomic nervous system that tells it to do that stuff never is getting that that message that someone or some power that happened very recently has reduced your healing factors if uh by using what kind of creature is it can we tell if this is a result of pd or the vampos absolutely okay then that please yeah 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 we've done um, it <laughs> i think this requires a little bit of talking with everyone to make oh, this yeah. work um but like this is a this is a pretty hard thing to do, especially on like a wide scale or like across a distance or without being seen. Uh, but you know, especially talking with Danny, that vampires can do stuff like this. Not usually to this scale, but they can. That it's a way to like keep blood flowing as they drain up an entire person's body. And uh I mean, Danny, what do you recommend this is there an antidote that your order has or something fuck i don't know some chant or amulet you will have to wear or some dumb contrived bullshit like that danny would you know that if this is a disease or a curse when they do this uh in in my experience when Something like this has happened, like it, you're you're already gone. You know, if 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 your blood's all loosey goosey, it's 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 lights out. So, uh, fuck if I know. Garlic, garlic tends to work well with all sorts of vampire stuff. I assume that's why you that's, had a pizza truck. Yeah, that's my best guess. And please, it's her name is the Queen Anchovies Revenge. Please don't disrespect her. Uh, I got I got like a, a couple questions that I've been mulling over to ask my new friends. Uh, here I, I've, I've been writing them down in in my blood while we've been driving. Uh, question one. We, do, sorry, I forgot to reorder pens. Oh my god! Do y'all normally fight video game gods nope cool okay um uh, quest question two uh real answer here please uh is is mr dale uh a, a rabbit cryptid or is he a person uh, i'm just a feller you know just 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 a guy are are you not, a rabbit feller or no i'm a i'm a feller feller uh i'm just uh not too terribly good at controlling magic so i sure do like to try it but uh more often than not uh you know words ain't my strong suit in my language let alone the language of eldritch spirit so old they can't be named you know what i mean it's uh it's a whole thing but uh let's just say i'm not fluent are are all of your missions normally so personal? Lately, a little bit. It's been a bit of a trend. Very recent. 
That, like, doesn't seem super uh, healthy. Uh, that's not so much a question. It's sort of a, uh, an observation. Uh, well, you've been writing in your own blood. So, you know, pot, kettle, black. You get the idea. Uh, last question. Um, is little Lucas dude uh, an evil sack of uh, piss? Because uh, it sounded like he worked for that guy was uh remote work <laughs> I never met my boss till today okay and I guess I got another uh hanger on it it I feel like I've gotten like bits and pieces that y'all had another friend who turned evil so like uh yep how how many of y'all are kind of flirting with that and like if we hunt these vamps together, like, is that, like, is that a thing with y'all that, like, no. y'all kind of take turns? No. Is your other friend gonna show up? I don't want to deal they with single? No, I don't want that. But uh, let me, let me give you the long and short of what I've at least pieced together so far. The person we just fought was the person giving me power. They were a Feylord. A very recently formed Feylord. Are a Feylord. What we fought uh, was an extension of them. Uh, which is, I think, the only reason we survived. If it was the full thing, it would have sneezed and we would have been grease spots. <sighs> the whole me flirting with evil thing... I, uh, I wanted power. We were all young once, you know, minor indiscretion at the end of the day. You were non-flesh bubbles a little in your gut. And I accepted it from the per first person that offered it to me. Now, as to what I did with that power, I didn't always make the best choices, but... Dale's been keeping me on the straight and narrow, as his dad, uh, I'm sorry, Whistler. And, uh, previously, my pseudo-parental figure who turned evil. I've, uh... Next... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. If you got more trains on your thought. I, uh, I I'll do. just hop in with the caboose, you know. I, I do... And Dale, well, while you are normally the leader, I, I think I do need to make a decision in the interest of uh, uh, young Danny here's health. <laughs> young Danny, the Danny who is twice your age, <laughs> Danny who <laughs> dodged the Vietnam you draft. You can't, you can't shift that one. Sorry, Lucas, damn that it. one's that one's yours, bud. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Back on topic. Uh, Danny, I am unbelievably appreciative for you saving my life there. However, that thing we were dealing with is both incredibly patient and the most impatient being you will ever meet. And it now knows your face. And it now knows you fucked with it. I think uh, even beyond us helping you hunt this vampire, 
in an effort for all of us to be safe, I think uh, you and your friend should probably stick around with us until this whole PD situation's resolved. <sighs> I thought you were going to tell us to leave. No. No, uh -huh. I, I'm saying there's safety in numbers, and... Well, like, we have a sacred uh, duty <laughs> uh, <laughs> that we gotta, like, deal with, and this was really, like, a one-time thing. Like, we only hunt vampires. It like, I do not... back for you. Well, there are still vampires afoot, also. Yes. Like, yeah, we're we got, going we... to help you with the vampire, yes, but we're asking good. afterwards for safety's sake. Travel like, with us. Are you guys cool with just, like, hunting full-time vamps? No. We will hunt anything that threatens people. You gotta oh. open your mind, Danny. We've got lots oh. of evils coming at us. Look, there's a lot of people that diversify in this field, and that is not something that I do uh, I mean, we, there's so many, like, someone's got to deal with these goddamn vampires all over the place. I tell you what, I have information on a very, very high priority vampire. And I mean, concrete, solid evidence. St. Nicholas? Not that <clears throat> one. You stick with us, it's yours. All right. All right. Well, it's well, all coming I, together. I'll we'll we'll stick with y'all for a hot minute. We'll see how this current vamp hunt goes, and like maybe we'll pitch in on some other stuff. But we are very much specifically still only vampire hunters. I mean, all right. I'm not going to twist your arm try to get you to follow us, but I do think. You would gain quite a bit of knowledge, quite a bit of good. Anyway. And you do owe us a lot of a uh, pizza, since you can't pay for several car repairs that yep. are needed. And besides, I accidentally shot you, so I owe you. And if you dip on us, I can't pay that back. Was that you? Fuck, I thought that was like the demon computer guy. Not, not a demon computer. There was an updraft, and you lunged, so sort of a culmination of factors. Uh, Fuck, you almost took my whole goddamn arm off. Well, yeah, that's the idea. Well, I guess not your arm, but <laughs> sort of what it's for. Uh, I, I got a question. I mean, it's not written in blood or nothing, but um, uh, Whistler, are you okay? What a... What all went down up there? Because I was just going up the stairs and all of a sudden it sounded like some new type of hell broke loose. Ever since we got to Atlanta, I've been feeling weird. Because we are in the domain of the monster that ended my life. And I think that there is a little part of that in me. I'm... I'm sorry. I didn't know 
and now there's even more. I didn't try to. It just kind of happened. What are, what are you sorry for? Yeah. I think I'm putting you into da- in danger. I, I I am a dangerous thing to be around, and I'm realizing that now. I'm not just some echo. I'm I'm I am I'm made of the same thing as whatever that was. Hey, I, it, hey, it's okay. I get hazard pay. You know. Uh, so like, you're made out of the same thing that was. I apparently need a patron. Hey, fucko! Didn't give you my two weeks notice. I work for them now. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. I can yeah, I'm try. not asking you to do anything. I'm saying I'm on your side. Okay. I know that I've only been like partying down with y'all for feels like multiple episodes in a TV show, but I mean, it's only been like a few hours, but like... It's, it's been like, at this point, now that you've been healing, like eight or nine hours. Yeah. I've, uh, I've seen a lot of things. I've been in this gig long, long time. There's all sorts of weird folks out there doing good who got dealt bad hands. And I don't know if I've ever met anyone who's been dealt a, a, a hand as bad as you, Whistler. I mean, dying sounds terrible. But here you are with friends beside you, like, partying down and fighting the good fight. So, like, I don't know if fucking death couldn't stop you from helping people and being a good person. Uh... I don't imagine that there's anything that could kind of crash your party. Well, I can't say that I've spent, you know, all of my unlife being particularly altruistic, but, you know. Look. We spend a lot of times doing ayahuasca and eating pizza, so, like, that doesn't mean when we're hunting vampires, we're not heroes. Long short of it is you had eternity to decide where you wanted to wind up, and this is where you went. Yeah. Look, I, 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 can, I can accept all of this. But if I fall any further, I need to know that all of you will be more practical than you are sentimental. If you... You be- if you become more evil, I will figure out a way to capture you and experiment on you till you're good again. Dale? That's practical. Dale, do you understand what I mean? I ain't in the business of putting down people and I know you may think part of you is a monster but you ain't ever since I met you my definition of person has been expanding my definition of monster has been shrinking you ain't what that thing is 
But okay, I'll honor your wishes, one way or another. Speaking of putting people down if they become more evil, is this about I your almost, dad? No, I almost killed all of you before I ripped that thing out of my eye. You know what I was doing to the minions, making their muscles melt off and shit. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna do that to everything. Uh, that's you guys look like no, you need pretty, some rest. No, I am pretty I'm, cool. I am fucking serious. I am unfucking serious. I am fucking serious. If I start getting too out of control and weird like that, put down the body. Don't worry about the thing flying in the sky. Oh, so you're allowed to ask your closest companions to terminate I mean, your I life. mean, unplug me. Don't kill <laughs> me. Mm. Fuck. Um, while we're all talking about killing each other, uh, under no circumstance, if anything, if I act weird, if I do anything, or if, if anything happens with me, uh, no one should kill me. Uh, Question. And same goes for Jerry. No one hurt Jerry. Oh my god. Question. Y- yeah. What if you guys become vampires? That can't happen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're too fucking righteous to become That vampires. is so fucking cool. When you say that, do you mean like you've uh, undergone some sort of, you know, alchemical baptism or something? Or do you just mean that you're too cool to become a vampire? Oh, yeah, that's a pretty important important (laughs) distinction. That second one. (laughs) Jerry flexes his arms. Fuck! God damn it. (laughs) I take back every compliment. Uh, But like... Are we going to have to kill your ex-friend? Because, again, I, I don't like how personal your missions are. Well, I again, Danny, if you're not comfortable getting into the waters that we're treading, I'm not going to try to force you to go nowhere. I don't want someone fighting beside me want to be there. You know what I mean? So you do. I, you follow where your path leads, my friend. I'm just saying I hope our paths stay together a little longer. I just want to be sure that, like, I'm on the up and up, because, like, some of you people are like, if I turn evil, you gotta fucking kill me, but we're not gonna kill you because you're our friend. But then you're like, if we see this other guy, we're gonna fucking kill them. I'm not actually going to, I don't know what I'm going to do with them. They... I'll say right now, I have no intention to kill Quincy. Dale, Whistler, you two are like siblings to me. But Quincy was the first active parental figure I've dealt with. I don't know how to react to that. So, yes, I, in anger, I said I was going to shoot them. I actually don't know what I'm going to do. Probably cry. So just cards on the uh, on the table there. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh cards out. When when your Fucking friend you, dad Yu-Gi-Oh. shows up, 
I think I'm just gonna gonna hang back and <clears throat> let y'all completely fine. Hash hash to explain that it out. From sort of mechanicals perspective. <laughs> Exchange. <laughs> oh, you you hang I, back for that one. I, I think I think Lee is the voice of Quincy from here on out. This isn't necessarily Andy saying it would be voice of Quincy. <laughs> but it's as funny as that. That's what I implied for sure. No, that's not that's not what I meant. I just mean that like, uh, you know, Quincy was a pacifist. I think you two might get along. <laughs> I, I'm not like saying that like, you know, if whoever this person is, if they show up, that I'm like gonna disappear or whatever. I'm just saying like. You know, as you're doing the breakup dance of like giving back the sweatshirt, exchanging CDs again. You know, I just don't want to be the interpersonal stuff. I'm averse to interpersonal kind of conflict. I'm kind of a vibes based, good vibrations kind of thing. I kill vampires, but they don't. They're not people. So like, you know, I just, I just, if. If the if the energy's bad, you know, let's just sit down and have some za. You guys can talk it out. I'll, you know, I'll be standing nearby. If it turns into a fight, I'll give y'all a hand, kind of thing, maybe. All right, that that sounds good. Well, uh, the person that our friend went with might be friends with the person that we just fought. So, y'all are messy. Jesus. Well, at least we're cleaning ours up. So, uh, how's everyone feeling? You know, like Lee, are we feeling better? Are we? Have we healed again? Certainly another not. One? No, well, actually, another one. Uh, like the one that I've, I've given you is the sum total of what you'll get from this doctor in resting here. The fact that you're getting <sighs> anything at all is the sole benefit of. They, they, this you having a doctor friend available. Give me another one, Lee. Give us I one refuse. more. Please. It's the vampire town. They're, re- <laughs> it's, they're yeah. preventing you from healing. It's their job. Um, Lee, all of our listeners we... right now are saying that they want us to get one more point of healing. Every single Patreon supporter. <laughs> We're not live streaming. Is... <laughs> no, but they're all saying it. They're all they're all yelling. All of right now. Finland. Lee, give them another one. <laughs> all of Finland, Finland specifically. Finland wants us to heal another one. Give it to Finland. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> cold, Damn. cold pitch, Lee. <laughs> All right. On that, Lucas is going to uh, take out their phone and they are going to remove their phone from any form of internet and set power hell to run remotely on the device not connected to any server. And they would like. Uh, <laughs> let me real quick look at your playbook. Um. By the way, like little Lucas dude, uh, I realized that this could seem in poor taste given the fact that I drive a beautiful car named the Queen Anchovies Revenge, and it is a pizza-themed pirate truck, uh, or pirate-themed pizza truck. I wonder which one it was for. Anyway, uh, I got this, and uh, Danny is going to take out of their pocket a leather eye patch. L- Lucas uh, 
<clears throat> very gingerly puts it on and then takes a broken pair of glasses and puts them on over it. <coughs> there you go, dude. That thanks. Take That's... a breath, Jerry. You're taking too much vape. I know it's easy to cough on the clouds. <laughs> That's actually I love sweet clouds. Very helpful. <laughs> you gotta breathe uh, in between. Danny slaps Jerry across the face and is like, those things will blow your head up. We smoke blunts. Do we or do we not smoke weed? I can't keep track of the meta anymore. <sighs> Schrodinger spliff. Dude, no vaping. It's bad for you. It's gonna explode your brain, man. Jerry will put down the vape gingerly. Does anyone I'm... have any weed? Nah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Why do you torture this poor man? <laughs> I, I, I would like some if anyone has any. Oh, dude, here you go, Lucas. Oh, really, really left your trend in the lurch there, huh? Uh, no, nah, Jerry, Jerry knows I'm just joshing with him. Here you go, Josh. Uh, here you go, Joshy. <laughs> uh, it takes a hit of a, a blunt. And I think Barbie, because she's like, yeah, Spider Wolves will happen. Let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, it's like 4 a.m. Uh, <laughs> at this point, it's pretty I, late. Sun's I, coming up soon. Vamps will be going to ground again. They're always hardest to find during the day. Yeah. Uh, I think we should be sleeping during daytime for the foreseeable future. Uh, you, you do at least know you're safe, relatively speaking. Yeah. I just want to try something real quick. Yeah? I'd like to try to use magic. Oh my god. Okay. And I seven. Uh, I would like to try to uh, remove a curse from a person, and I'm just gonna point my phone at Dale. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and, and try me... to remove the uh, bleeding curse or whatever that is. Ah. Oh, I thought you were going to do the funny stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep forgetting that he's mm -hmm. a rabbit man. I'll never forget. Same, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. stuck like this forever, I'm, actually. I'm going to try removing the bunny stuff first. No. <laughs> okay. We haven't gotten fan art of it yet. I'll level with you and say this is a curse, effectively. Uh, go ahead and give me a glitch. All right. Short duration, short duration, short duration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with uh, short duration. Okay. Dale, I think we're just going to know as a unit that at an inopportune time, it's back to bunny time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I'm going to introduce just, like, the greatest love interest for Dale real, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Dale's love interest is, like, already here, though. Yeah. It works. 
Uh, yeah, it seems to. I think it, it banishes that um, power from him. And his body kind of sucks back into itself. Uh, but his uh, leg remains still kind of deformed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free forever! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'll never be a bunny again. Surely, with Lucas's powerful <laughs> magic. Uh, thank everything I could still do magic. Yeah, but why don't you why don't you take it a little easy for the rest of the night? Yeah, I think I will. And I think with that, Lucas just passes out. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, Barbie, you have a lovely home. Uh... Oh, thanks. Yeah, you can just kind of throw stuff wherever you need to lie down. That's fine. Everyone's just bleeding out. <laughs> I'll clean it out. Uh, I don't want to, like, impose or nothing, but uh, being inside someone's residence is, you know, <clears throat> kind of ideal. Uh, do you mind if, you know, we're here for, like, uh... I don't know, like... The, the Dale's coming in a little bit there. Uh, I rub off on all my friends. That's cool. Uh, yeah, you know, um, I, I feel I, like, I don't know. I wear a watch, so... It'd be nice if, you know, you more than drop in, you were like, call sometime. Or like, I don't know, send me a beat. Something to work with, you know? Um, I... Did tell <clears throat> do you, Jerry, like I told you to give Barbie a heads up. Oh I did. I I I I I think Barbie means like as friends call more often. Oh yeah. Dude, um I'm sorry, Barbie. Uh I just got so wrapped up in uh you know, work. I take my job so seriously and the, the food truck is always, you know, <clears throat> breaking down and uh, yeah, you only engage in your art if you make the time for it, so. Uh, yeah, I could be a better friend. Uh, shit. It's cool. That's all. That's just, you know, seems only fair to say. If you're stepping on my house kind of in the middle of the night. Dude, I do, like, it's super cool of you to, like, put us up, so thank you. I, far be it for me to turn away for bleeding individuals and you know scouts scouts honor we will be out of here <laughs> shortly and then you know maybe we can uh catch up when i'm not hanging out with a bunny man and a tiny evil techno child and a ghost <laughs> i mean what else is new am i right and they give you a cool <laughs> high five <laughs> that's atlanta baby <laughs> That's what life is like for people like us. <laughs> Good old Troop 3947. Oh, the storm is coming. Uh, yeah. You guys have... Uh, uh, sleep comes, I think, pretty easily. Uh, as your bodies just sort of give out from the relative stress of it all. Uh, <clears throat> and I think uh, Barbie is not really inclined to wake you up. Uh, later on in the day uh, but does like give small check-ins to make sure that the bandages are holding or replace them where need needed and again we see pretty quickly that uh, what's up 
one more harm. Nope. From this is the sum total of everything Barbie does. <laughs> is you get one health back. Oh my god. Get nothing. That's first aid. Good day, sir. <laughs> yeah, I think you know you, you hold on to these deep sleeps, and I think um, you're not gonna wake up. I think until like midday, like three slash four that arena. Uh, except um, Whistler, point as as a point here. You do have one perfect memory of a dream where your body is lying on an operating table, cut open, ribs splintered out, as the gloved hands of Petey are performing surgery on you openly in front of a great crowd of faceless people and massaging your yellow heart as the slime mold attaches to your veins and spreads throughout your body. And he says, time to wake up now. Kiss, kiss. And releases his hands, your ribs snap back in, and you awaken as you feel static in your brain. I think when uh, Whistler wakes up, it's in, like, their shock. Uh, it manifests as this, like, temporary power outage in Barbie's home, and then the lights kind of flicker back on and resume. Hell yeah. And in the back of your mind, you have this deep sensation, this, this easy memory of when Petey said... You and I are one and the same. And it strikes you like a chill down the back of your non-existent spine. I'm going to close out there.